Hello and welcome back to the Style Stories podcast. I'm your host, personal stylist Lisa Gilby, and this is a podcast that discusses style, image, fashion and confidence. Hello and welcome back. I hope you guys are all okay out there, wherever you are in the world. It's really interesting to see who listens to this podcast when I'm able to look at the stats for it. I've got people listening really all over the world. So wherever you are, welcome and thank you so much for listening. I really massively appreciate it. And to those of you who have bought my mini course, the Winning Wardrobe Formula, thank you. I hope you're enjoying it. Do give me some feedback. And if you need any help with it, you can always drop me an email, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com and one of us will come back to you. Now, the topic this week is all about because It's about when you speak on stage and you have a really important high profile work event, when you have to deliver a presentation or you have to pitch for some business or you have to do that thing where you walk on stage with a microphone, what are you going to wear? That is the subject matter of today's podcast. So if that's something that affects you, if you're quite high profile and senior and you have to do that regularly, perhaps you're really relaxed as a as a public speaker and it doesn't really rattle your nerves but maybe what you wear does put you it send you into a bit of a tease because even the most confident speakers amongst us public speakers who can walk on a stage no problem not even breaking a sweat when it comes to what they wear for that event they think I don't know what to do. I don't know what to wear. And that can really undermine your confidence. Or perhaps if you're someone who is climbing the corporate ladder or you're climbing your way as an entrepreneur or you're in an organization and you're fairly junior at the moment and you want to create an impact, this is for you as well. So this is for anyone who is wanting to create a really good impression and be the best they can and has some sort of public speaking gig coming up soon. The question is, what should you wear? Now, I I know that the pandemic has created even more confusion with workwear than before, because it used to be so easy. You could grab a suit, black, gray or navy suit, say you work in corporate, okay? Grab a black, a gray or a navy suit, put a shirt on, some smart shoes, job done, off you go. No other thought required almost like going to school in a uniform, in your school uniform. There was no variety. You couldn't bring personality to the workplace. If you brought personality to the workplace, you'd be seen as someone frivolous and slightly unhinged, (laughs) all these sorts of things. It wasn't really accepted to wear anything fashion or stylish at work. Well, that has changed. Now, let me say that again. It has changed and if you are still wearing that kind of thing you could look dated now it depends on the environment you work in if you work in an incredibly corporate environment and everyone around you is wearing corporate stuff then you need to probably continue doing that even if it's not you and your natural style that's about the company culture and really matching the company culture however if you dress in a smart casual way like most of us the majority of us nowadays, then you're going to need some smart separates to really, really nail that look. And it's that moment when you walk on the stage, all eyes are on you, you've got seconds to make a really, really good impression. Part of delivering a really good public talk is to connect with the audience. So 
You want them to connect with what you're saying. You want them to be engaged in what you're saying, enthralled at your subject matter. You know, people throw in a few laughs here and there. There really is an art to it. So making sure you look really pristine and really look the part is massively important. And it's really important, not just because of what, it's not because of what other people think of you. It's about how you feel inside. Particularly as well, if it's being filmed, if this public speaking event and this gig that you're doing is being filmed, then there are different things to consider because certain clothes just don't work on camera. Now, I've got lots of experience specifically in media and styling people for television. I worked at the BBC and ITV and Discovery Channel as well. So I have styled people for television. I've styled people for TED Talks as well. And I know that certain things are just to be avoided on camera because certain patterns and things like that will strobe and they won't look good. And also they can, you know, sometimes clothes like that can date really quickly. So if you're doing a TED talk or something like that, that needs to be on YouTube for years and years, then it's going to pay to pay attention to what you're wearing. So it doesn't look dated in two years time. And then what you're saying could be deemed to be dated because unfortunately, like it or not, you know, <laughs> whatever you think, of course, it's not right. We should be able to wear whatever we want. Of course we should. We should be able to feel comfortable, absolutely. But it's not the way the world works because as humans, we make instant assumptions about people. I don't know if you've heard of something called the halo effect. So when you look good and you look the part, other people instantly trust you. So it's, it, there's been scientific studies done on it. So it's, you know, if a doctor wears a doctor's coat, you, you instantly trust them more than if they were wearing, I don't know, a high-vis jacket. I'm not really making a good point here, but I think you, you kind of get my point. So it's about that trust factor. And that's something that comes from being a human when we had to look around and think, am I safe here? Do I belong here? Do I fit in here? And we do that with visual cues. So it absolutely pays to look the, the best you can at work. And it's like a tool for success. And it really is, you know, gives you superhero qualities as well. It's it's sort of armor for day-to-day -day life. So let's dive into the main thing, okay? The main part of the show. So what should you wear on stage or on camera when you're delivering a really important speech? The, now, when you are considering this, you want to make sure that you've researched the audience, first of all. You've researched the culture of the company you are presenting at. Who are you presenting to? Are you presenting to a room full of dot-com millionaires? Are you presenting to a room full of civil servants? Are you presenting to a room full of students? Who are the audience? That's so important. That's the first thing you need to do because so an audience can feel connected to you and like you're one of them. So they want to listen to you. Not there's, there's not this sort of disjoint between what you're wearing on stage. So say, for example, if you were wearing, if you were presenting to a room full of students, but you're wearing suit, tie and all that kind of stuff, there might be a bit of a disconnect there. So if you were presenting to a room full of students, it would be more a smart, casual outfit that would fit in and blend in. Now, something people have said to me quite a lot recently, as I've been doing more and more courses, is that they thought that in order to be 
taken seriously and in order to look grown up you must wear classic clothes you must wear a suit and it's a popular misconception it isn't the case particularly since the pandemic we are wearing much more casual clothes so number one research the audience number two research the environment now this happened to me quite recently i got asked by a lovely friend who's been on this podcast. I've got to know her during the pandemic. She's called Finn and she started a brand, New Day Originals, it's fantastic. And she does sustainable dresses, beautiful prints, check them out, really cool t-shirts as well. And it's really taking off and she's gonna be coming back on the podcast soon. But she asked me to do a presentation, um, well, it was a talk at an event one evening and I, wasn't prepared because I didn't realize that there was going to be a microphone shoved into my hand and I hadn't really stood I mean I'm sitting here on a microphone now but this is very different I'm sitting in my office I'm not in front of an audience on a stage it wasn't quite a stage but it was still you know light you're in front with a microphone it's intimidating so my point here is be prepared I wasn't prepared I've learned a lesson there I had a nice outfit on, but I wasn't prepared and ready to have a microphone thrust at me. So research the environment. Are you going to be on a stage? What's the backdrop like? Is the backdrop black? In that case, don't wear black because you'll disappear. Is the backdrop white? That's highly unusual. But I'm just saying, you know, what color is the background? Because that could influence what you wear and how to make an impact. And just, you know, are you going to be under lights, in which case it might be quite hot? Do you need to climb stairs that could really affect what footwear you're wearing? And also it just makes you feel confident when you've researched the environment and you're more prepared. Obviously, you're going to be completely prepared with your actual speech, with what you're going to say. But I'm talking about prepare for the environment. Now I'm going to go into the actual outfit tips. So I've already said number one is connect with the audience. So it's vital to resonate with them to make them feel connected to you and really engage with them. So this is where it is so incredibly important to dress for the industry that you're speaking to. And that's something that, you know, you can research in advance. That's number one. Number two, consider your personal brand. How do you want to come across? Dress for success still holds true today. If you want to look like an expert, then you do need to look pristine with well-groomed hair and nails. A crisp shirt if you're a guy like a really nice ironed white or pale blue shirt something like that smart shoes it's always a good idea to look slightly better than the audience don't wear anything that's five years old or older because it's likely to look scruffy worn out washed out but dated as well and i've talked about the visual cues that we take from people if you look dated with your dress your ideas and what you're saying can be deemed to be dated. It really all is really important to pay attention to. So fashion is fast, cuts of clothes evolve and they change over time. So guys would have been wearing baggy chinos 10 years ago. Now it's much more of a slim cut and the same with jeans. Skinny jeans, well, I won't go into skinny jeans because I actually still really like skinny jeans, but apparently they're not really in at the moment. But if you like skinny jeans, that's still fine. But trouser cuts now for women are definitely looser and wider. Dresses are looser too, so it's not really that bodycon look. So just make sure that anything you're wearing isn't looking too dated. Number 
Number three, make sure that your clothes are comfortable. So I'm talking liter literally and metaphorically here. So, you know, make sure your shoes aren't going to give you a blister. Make sure they're not going to make you trip up. Make sure if you're on carpet, if you've got leather shoes that have got a leather sole, you could slip over. Like there are just silly things like that. I, what you can do a trick with that is to just slightly cut the sole of your shoe very gently so it gives it some grip with a sharp knife. So obviously don't cut through the sole of the shoe because you're going to get wet feet when you're walking around. But just little details like that. I doubt it's carpeted. It could be, but just consider that. So make sure you're not going to get a blister. Make sure you're physically comfortable in what you're wearing. Make sure the jacket isn't too tight. You can't move your arms. Make sure the buttons on the front of your shirt aren't going to pop open and reveal your your bra you know that kind of thing if you're if you're someone who's comfortable in sky high Louboutins go for it but just you know the thing is there's another way of being comfortable in your clothes so literally which is what I've just mentioned with the shoes and the blisters and all that that stuff and also you know with moving your arms and things popping open and all that Another way you are comfortable in your clothes is by feeling like yourself. So that's feeling authentically you. So if when you're authentically yourself in what you say and how you carry yourself and what you wear, the audience pick up on that. They pick up on any discomfort, but they also pick up on inner alignment. So you radiate authenticity and that helps you to tune in with your audience. So it's not the time to try and be fashion forward if you're just not. Don't try a new look for a really important high profile talk if you're not ready for it or hire a stylist and they can help you to get the you know pitch it absolutely right but if you are quite creative on the other side of the coin don't hide your light under a bushel and play it too safe go for it be authentically you so this is another form of being comfortable in our clothes we all perform better when we're true to ourselves and when we're the best version of ourselves and that's true throughout life number four avoid tight patterns they can strobe on camera now this is something i touched on at the beginning of the podcast so this is tv camera stage rule 101 ditzy prints wavy patterns loud patterns can all be really distracting but they can strobe on camera. Um, the safest bet is really to opt for a plain neutral top. Neutrals are really, really current at the moment, and really fresh. It's quite a soft look, it's nice. So neutrals or go for a really strong block color. You could choose a block color in your brand colors. If you're an entrepreneur and you're there in an independent situation, so you're there as yourself, then you could choose your brand colors. So the other thing about pattern is it can really overwhelm the wearer. So on camera, if you're wearing really, really bold patterns, it could just be really distracting. You want to look smart and stylish so that people get that trust factor straight away. They want to listen to you, but you don't want them to be distracted and not listen to what you're saying. So that's why block color is really good because it's arresting. Say you've got a dress with you know, a really strong red. Red is also an authoritative color. So that would be a really good choice. Blue is universally known as being trustworthy. I'm going to go a little bit more into color in a minute. So this is this is you at your best. So you've got to dress like it. So to make a visual impact, it pays to wear something 
smart and polished. But smart, as I said before, doesn't mean that you have to dress in a classic way or in a really safe way and wear a suit. In fact, as I've mentioned, this can actually have the opposite effect and make you look dated and like you missed the memo for the dress code. Where have you been for the last couple of years? Dress codes have moved on. We have evolved. People are wearing much more casual clothes at work now. So there are many more ways to dress at work and be taken seriously. And this is this is really why it pays to find your personal style and to get that authentic style for yourself. So Mukha Prada said, what you wear is how you present yourself to the world, especially today when human contacts are so quick. Fashion is instant language. So just sit with that for a second because it absolutely is it's how you want others to perceive you and it's how you want to feel in your clothes the style personality at work is far more accepted than it used to be we're dressing far more comfortably and casually since the pandemic but it really does still pay to look professional and it's about being the whole package because when you look good you feel good you increase confidence Clothes can really help you to look like a leader and to influence others more easily as well. That's where it really has that power. I know myself when I put on a good outfit, got my makeup on, got my hair done. I've got quite into sort of slightly curling my hair at the bottom at the moment. It just looks far more groomed and slick. When I've got my nails done, I had my shellac done yesterday. When I've had all that done, I feel more ready for action and ready for whatever life throws at me. Number, number six is that block, oh, number six, sorry, I missed one out, is don't wear a cardigan or anything remotely scruffy. So as I've said, clothes in our image send instant messages to others in a busy world. So the second you walk on stage, that impression has been made. Cardigans are just a no-no. They're seen as matronly, they've done lots of studies about this, matronly, frumpy, scruffy. Scruffy jeans as well, they look worse on camera than they do in real life because the camera never lies and it shows up much more, many more flaws and creases and things like that. So if you are going to wear jeans and you're, it matches the environment that you're speaking in, make sure they're black, really black, not washed out black or a smart dark blue. It's this just really important attention to detail there. Number seven, block colours work brilliantly. So this is an easy trick that works on camera. It's a really good trick if you're having personal branding photos done or any professional photos done and you want to stand out. Go for a bright block colour. The higher contrast colours that you wear, the more authoritative you appear to the audience as well. So red is an excellent choice because it's authoritative. Blue is universally trustworthy. Green is a positive colour. Pink is approachable. And pink, by the way, would have been absolutely a no-no for people in business, in the office for years and years, but is now they're using pink everywhere. It's very 2022. In fact, green and pink together is really quite current. And you can definitely wear pink to the office and still be taken seriously. Um, so pink is approachable and creative. Yellow is friendly and warm as well, which will connect with a lot of people on a human level. So the greatest speakers, the greatest public orators connect with their audience on a human level. When choosing what color to wear, just make sure it suits you because some colors can drain the face. So if it drains you and washes you out, 
then you know don't wear that color because especially on camera as well so you know it's quite a good idea to get your colors done because then you can just have a little swatch booklet of your best colors and it narrows down choice in the shops color me beautiful do it and house of color as well if you live near me in london i can do it i don't tend to do it as a standalone service though so house of color and color me beautiful are good places to go if you want to get a color analysis done i do it as part of my wardrobe edit so it's part of the the whole service that i offer okay so number eight if you're not a dress person so a lot of people wear dresses and i said before like kind of looser dresses are in now if you're not a dress person a current trouser cup would be great you know you don't need to wear the black gray or navy dull suit anymore you can go for a nice pair of trousers me and M do some they're famous for their wide leg stylish trousers really stylish lots of fashion editors get their trousers and smart workwear from there whistles do great trousers hobs as well if you're oversized 16 i would recommend going to hobs they do really well cut trousers and they go up to i think about a size 24 in hobs um, but wide leg trousers, I would go to me and M and whistles is one of my favorites. Self portrait have some really lovely blouses, really pretty blouses. If you want to add a bit of flair to your outfit, particularly if you're if you're in a creative environment as well, it's nice to add some flair. You can add flair, though, whatever environment you're in. It doesn't have to just be like I've said before. It doesn't just have to be in the creative industries we have changed perspectives change tastes change you know we view things differently now the pandemic has sped along this smart casual dressing at work it's accelerated that people want it now they want it as a perk they don't want to necessarily be trussed up in smart clothes i'll tell you what though i do like a man in a suit i still think they just look so smart my husband doesn't wear a suit because he works in tv but you know, I just think when I see a guy in a suit, it just does look amazing. So I, the suit hasn't quite disappeared, and I'm glad about that. Obviously, tailors on Savile Row, they're not going to disappear. And it does show quality and all those things. But I'm just saying most of us have gone into more of a smart, casual workwear situation. And most environments need that and require that. And people see it as a bit of a benefit. So what it needs is a good mix of smart separates in your wardrobe. So I hope you enjoyed those top tips. And if you are doing a talk soon, I wish you lots of luck with that. And I'll see you next time. As always, thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to see some outfits that I actually recommend for presenting on stage or any kind of public speaking, then go to my website, lisagilbystyle.com, click on the blog and it's the latest blog. I've actually got some lovely dresses on there, trousers. I've got an outfit for guys as well because I do work with guys sometimes, but it's good to see it visually. So you've heard my tips today and I hope they were helpful, but it's good to get some actual ideas and you can just click and buy from there as well. So that's lisagilbystyle.com. Thanks so much for listening as always. Do leave me a review and I'll see you next time.